0: That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on KSLPodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: For the love of Salt Lake Radio News, with Maria Chileos on KSL News Radio.
0: KSL radio hosts Grant Nielsen and Amanda Dixon have just shared with us the unique relationship they have with their listeners and how that relationship has changed now that they can interact with them while on the air. But radio also plays an important role in local communities in times of emergency.
2: I'll tell you the most heartbreaking day uh, that again I think showed the connectivity with the community. It was 9-11. the buildings were falling, and we were the conduit through which the information was going through that day. I was up on, uh, in my office on the northwest corner of the 82nd floor. I heard a noise like a sonic boom almost, and then a blast. The building swayed, sh- you know, it uh, shook a little bit. I saw papers coming fly out of the middle of the building, and then we went to the staircase to try to get down. We were going down. We got stuck on one floor because the door and the staircase wouldn't even open. We were all so focused and so, I mean, adrenaline flowing.
0: Two of KSL's longtime show hosts, Doug Wright and Scott Seeger, spent 10 continuous hours on air describing the events of that day.
1: Hardest story that I have ever covered. Because, you know, I don't think anybody isn't touched by that tragedy in some way, either you knew somebody. You had a relative that was involved. Uh, here, in, here in Salt Lake, uh, there were two people from Utah on one of the planes that, uh, that they crashed. I think it was one that went into the uh, uh, World Trade Center. And Just the humanity of it, you know, 3,000-plus people killed in that terrorist attack. None of us had time to, to really reflect.
2: And I can remember President Hinckley had arranged for what was to be a presentation by the Tabernacle Choir that night for a group of business people in town. He expanded it into something that could be carried, would be carried on KSL and elsewhere, designed to be a comforting moment for the, uh, the, uh, the state, for the nation. So at 8 o'clock, we switched over, went to the Tabernacle. And- driving up I-80 to to my home, and all of a sudden I just burst into tears. It was like all day just collapsed on me. And the beauty of what I was hearing on the radio and realizing what it signified and what had led to this and and the death and the destruction of that day, and I just wept and and wept. And uh, it just reminded me again of what a radio station could be, that all day long we, we fed the beast, we, we got the information out as best we could, and then to think that we could flip the switch at 8 o'clock and, and what a comfort it was to the community, I thought, man, that's what KSL is all about.
0: Events like 9-11 are an example of the importance of maintaining a strong local news presence. Radio has been shown to play a critical role in disseminating information in the event of emergencies such as natural disasters or severe weather events.
1: But we also realize that in a big emergency, tornado or something like an earthquake or uh, like the flooding in Louisiana or so forth, the the cell phone network is going to be way overloaded. We can't rely on it, so we are maintaining our a uh, two-way radio system for that very reason. In
0: 1999, the F2 tornado left a path of destruction through downtown Salt Lake City, resulting in the death of one person and injuries to 80 others. KSL's chief engineer, John Donnell, says...
1: Well, I think when you have a situation like that, people want to know what's going on. And everybody has a car radio if they don't have anything else. They can run to that, and it'll work if the power's off. Um, More recently, and we're kind of excited, um, we wish Apple would get on board, but at least in the Android world, most of the new phones coming out have a radio tuner in them. Sometimes you have to download a piece of software to activate it, and it's a little bit of a nuisance because you have to plug headphones in to listen to it because not only is it the audio, but that functions as the antenna for the phone. But there's a lot of Android phones now that have radio tuners built into them, so people are carrying around the capability to listen to us anytime.
0: Not only has federal deregulation eliminated many of the sources for citizens to get information in an emergency, it has dramatically changed whether future generations will get a well-rounded perspective of what is happening in the world.
2: You know, the reason I knew what was going on when I was a kid is because Joe Lee told me, and, and if I didn't hit the button fast enough and go over to KCPX, I'd listen to the KNAK news or at KRSP, the same thing. It was mandatory, you had the newscasts. And a lot of younger people who would otherwise maybe try to dodge the news, you you heard it on your rock and roll radio station. Now you don't. Now you you might get traffic, you might get weather, but you don't get the news. So I I think that I think that's a that's a factor. You especially with younger people now, they, they have to seek out their news. And often when they're seeking out their news, they will tend to go for something that is of particular interest. But back in the day, you, you'd get the whole deal. You know, you'd get a five-minute newscast of all kinds of stuff.
0: In early 2018, the FCC continued to adopt sweeping changes that loosen media ownership rules. Not only did it eliminate the newspaper broadcast ownership rule and the radio-television cross-ownership rule, it was poised to approve Sinclair Broadcast Group's plans to buy Tribune Media. Under the $3.9 billion deal, Sinclair would become the largest owner of stations with a reach of almost 59% of the country. A dispute between those two corporations is now being settled in the courts.
1: Radio is still the fastest of them all. Something big happened right now take me five seconds to walk to a studio, flip on a microphone and start talking. So I think radio will always serve its purpose as long as it remains committed to serving the community. Keep me company on my drive in, okay? And be local, be local as hell. Uh, Talk about my politicians and my state government and my sports teams. Uh, That's what's gonna save terrestrial radio.
0: I'm Maria Shaleos. A big thanks to all of the Salt Lake Radio broadcasters who helped make this documentary a reality. I must also thank my master's committee at the University of Utah, my chair, Dr. David Vergobi, and my committee members, Dr. Robert Avery and Dr. Tim Larson. Their valuable insight was instrumental in bringing greater depth and focus to this project. And last but not least, I'm grateful to my husband, Bob Nelson, for his loving support and production editing expertise.